0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. We're back once again. I'm Joshua Fisher along with Alexander, Titopoulos, and Nicholas Snacks, Kreider, and the Quan Cosby. This is the Horns Up Talking Texas Pods. So get your horns up because here we go. <laughs> We're back again. Uh, yeah, we're like the Falcons at this point. I don't even, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Like, we look so good in the first three quarters of every, uh, minus the Arkansas game. We look so good in the first three quarters of every game. And the fourth quarter comes, and we're, we've had enough playing. It's like it's over. It's. I think man. we got to
1: check and see the roster and see if there's any guys from Atlanta on this roster because they might have brought some of that Atlanta sports juju over to Texas.
0: They've definitely brought some of that Smith-Schuster over from like Atlanta on the way to Texas. It's absolutely. I just don't. I really just wish I could understand what happens. The offense kind of just shuts down and then teams just start running rampant on us. I think I
2: know though. I mean, really I've equated it to, I play a lot of golf now and Mm -hmm. and you've seen golfers get the yips and, and they shank it. And then you've seen, I forgot the guy who had like a one and a half, foot putt and he, he hit it three feet by and he was almost going to be on the Ryder Cup this year but they, they couldn't trust where he was between the ears or a, a lot easier example is the catcher who can't throw it back to the pitcher you're like dude you've done that five billion times and I've, I've seen you do it before but you have such a block and, and, and such a mental it's, it's not an illness it's just such it it, it, it Similar to that, you just can't get past it because the most fascinating thing is your point, you know, Josh is the same. So people keep saying, well, why don't we rotate people? Why don't we do this? Why don't we do that? The same people were absolutely balling for three quarters. They were balling. And, and then that pressure bus and pipe perspective that in that, that insecurity about finishing is just, I, I don't it's all mental man it, it truly is and, and ultimately we we've said it a million times we have work to do but it, it's one game you're like oh man you know that that's crazy that oh you game then you see it in Oklahoma State double digit leads and you're like whoa you know it's you know holy cow this and then you see it again and it's like what in the world it is it is a, a mental block that um and, and last but not least and there were guys on both sides of the ball that kind of led, you know, we, I think this team is a little more um, coach led, uh, but I think the best teams are very player led. Um, and, and, and they had on the offensive side, Sam, we've said it before, who was really good at that. And then Joseph Osai took over games himself on the, on the other end when the offense wasn't doing the thing. So it's just not that, that kind of level dog or guy that wants to be the guy. I, I just, I, can't help but kind of maybe see others looking for others to be the guy and nobody taking it on. What do you guys
3: think over the last three games our second half point differential is?
2: Um, Last three games? Mm-hmm. I don't know that we've – let me see,
1: 10. That would be like 60.
2: I was about to say, I bet it's like 70-something to maybe 13 or something mm-hmm.
3: like that. I'm going to yeah. go, I'm going to go we're,
0: neg 63.
2: We're negative
3: 48. We've been scored on 75 points to our 27 points.
2: 27. That's what it was. I knew it was like in that range. I knew the was 70. 10, 7, 10. Yeah. That's mm. wild. So again, man. And by the way, if you flip it on the first half, we're outscoring the crap out of people. So it's like when again you say, "Well, is it Sark? Is it this? Is it that?" That same coach and staff have them that prepared. I think there's a natural perspective in games. We started so slow before, and and it's oh yeah you, know, you got to address the comment. Well, you know Herman never did this. No, I, they were in a lot more dog fights. So. They won games and they lost games. They won close games and they lost close games. So you can't say you just won a lot of games where they're up by 28 points. And that was just their make. He's a different coach. They went about it and they went in the dog fights. But how you start, in my opinion, is how you prepare. You have a good week of practice. Are you prepared? Do you have a good script? Are you put them in positions? The pressure changes in the second half. You know, it's kind of free. You're confident. But then even up by 28 or, you know, 20 or 17 or three or whatever, you you have two more quarters to to finish and take care of business. And if that isn't accomplished with that added pressure at that point, the coach's plan has been shown that it can work now. What is what are the players going to do to make it work even more or when the adjustments just do a little bit more make the plays let's be real here there's some plays left out there um whether it's miss you know miss balls touchdowns throwing it out of bounds um false starts continue to happen and they mainly happen in the second half too it's just it's just this mental craziness that um that continues to happen and it's it's Pretty mind-boggling.
0: I mean, the more I was on the phone, I was on the phone with Nick during the game. During the game, and I called Nick. I called all, Nick. Toss. I feel bad, Quan. You're the only one that didn't hit up during the game. Like I, had called my dad. But like, I go no, into
2: a zone that I don't. I know. Talk to I know. Hey, look.
0: No. I, I know you're in the zone. I'm. I, you text us throughout the game every now and then. Yeah, you're like, oh yeah, like the little bits. <laughs> but you know the thing. The more drop touchdown. It's going to come back to bite you. Like these are going to be dogfight games. And Moore had some bad drops, and he's a guy that we've heralded that we've wanted to get more involved. And I mean, Washington getting Washington more involved, it seems in this game is nice. We have a look, we have a special player in Worthy, and he's a freshman, and we're going to have him for years to come. That's excellent. Obviously, Bijan had his worst game, um, but it's good to know that a guy like Worthy can step up the defense for what it's worth. Yeah, they gave a hundred yard rusher, but we had two interceptions. We had two take. We had two turnovers. I mean, Casey turned the ball over once, um, but well, and even on that turnover, that ball hit our receiver in the hands. Exactly. Yeah. It's
1: not his fault. It's for for Joshua. Unfortunately, it was a a mental focus breakdown. Right. He he drops that that touchdown, and then the next play goes right through his hands, and that's that's the interception right there. And you just gotta have a short term memory. And I think maybe he was lingering a little bit and that wasn't a good start or a good ending to the half for him. You know, I mean, for the team in general, that just kind of kills the whatever we had going, any momentum at all. So you really just got to have a short-term memory when it comes to this stuff. And I feel like, especially in the second half of all these games or especially the fourth quarter, when it rains, it's been pouring, right? Mm -hmm. They just don't know how to turn off. Or, or, or just bounce back when they have a mistake. It's like, they just let it keep going and let it keep lingering, right? When you're hot, you're hot, you're on fire. But when, when things are, are going badly or going poorly, it just gets worse and worse and they just don't know how to respond right now. Yeah.
3: It, it seems to be that kind of typical mentality that we see across all sports, right? When I, I'm going to cross-sport it real quick to basketball, when a team is up and they feel their lead getting cut down, what do you do yet? Yeah, last night, Josh's Celtics were m- minus 28 in the fourth quarter. Sorry, buddy. Uh, <laughs> which is absolutely abysmal. I know. I was
0: but, there. On but the what
3: happens when another team is cutting that deficit, you have to figure out a way to reinstill your confidence. And I think majority of the time that comes from taking what, whatever the defense or the offense is giving you right. Playing within yourself rather than trying to hit that, that big play every single time in basketball, you go and you go get to the free throw line, you go get an easy bucket, right? You don't have to hit 10 threes in a row. Like it's the same thing when you're, when you're coming back from a deficit too. you play your game. And I think that Casey played a pretty, pretty good game, but there were too many times in the second half where I saw him trying to make that Caleb Williams play where he's scrambling. He has eight yards in front of him, but he tries to hit a receiver deep instead of that that chunky yards, keep the chains moving we don't just playing within yourself. You don't have to be someone that you're not. And I think that too many times the Texas Longhorns have fallen in. They, they've fallen prey to that. They've fallen mm-hmm. victim to not playing within themselves.
0: It's a great point you bring up. It was like our second or last or last drive. It was like second or third down. And I understand we have to score. And it's honestly like it's a similar situation to the Oklahoma State game. Like, yes, we have to score but we don't have to score right now. Take your time, get down the fields, pick them apart a little bit and trust that by the, if you can get to the red zone, you'll get in the end zone. Have some faith that that could be the case because yeah, you know, I I think it was, he took a shot on Washington deep and we all jumped from the couch. Like, oh, like had he hit that it would have been epic and it puts us in a money spot, but he didn't. And all of a sudden now, you wasted a down on a play. I know I could, Quan, you might be disagreeing with me a little bit. Bro,
2: didn't he did it. hit that. It hit both of his hands.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah but I, I, get, That was a good defensive play by that. That guy was on Washington as soon yeah. as he touched the ball. I mean, that's a, that's a spectacular catch. If he makes that play,
2: it's it a, is. It hit both of his hands. He had that the is ball. his
1: job. He had the ball. He, just didn't he had the in. ball. No, I hear what y'all are
2: saying, but I see those plays made every week by other college players all the time. It's very true.
1: Happens to us all the time, especially those that are in the US, top. I know you
2: game. Thank you. Well, hey, oh boy. On the corner, Sam's Mims, whatever his name is. Mims, we, yeah. We see this all the time. And if you're going to call yourself a blue blood, if you're going to get a scholarship and come to the university of Texas, we know it's been a while, but that shouldn't be our expectations. This should be your expectations. You should. So I was listening in and I agree with a lot of it. Who's going to be that guy that we don't say great play defense. We say he wants the ball. He's going to make that play. We don't know. I mean, we think about it. Jay Witt, when he was in there, he would make great plays on third down and all that. So that was a really big, that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. Were they still having the numbers? guess what it's opportunity now jay witt went down we're sad about that but who's going to be that person that steps up
0: oh yeah i mean someone's yeah. got to come because
2: right now if i'm them i'm doubling worthy I'm doubling wiley and i'm well i'm doubling worthy we don't really throw it to wiley as much and i'm loading the box
1: mm-hmm.
2: who else is going to be that person that makes them absolute pay yeah,
0: by maybe- doing that Maybe that's my maybe that's the lingering sentiment that I don't think that we're going to make that play. So when he does heave it down there, I'm antsy and pessimistic about it because I know it's not going to end well in our favor because we don't have that guy that's going out there and making that play. And I'd rather him take the safe throw and continue to move the chains. I guess where that's all that stems from. I have
2: two parts on that. That that is that may be the issue. Is we don't have those expectations anymore. Um, but the biggest thing is what I'm seeing with the Kansas City Chiefs. They were a big play team. Well. People are saying we're gonna sit back and let y'all go down the field. You know why? Because at some point your old line's gonna jump off sides or hold. And can y'all make 12 play drives? So are you confident that we're gonna make a 12-play drive in that situation? In the second half, we've that same very button-up disciplined team that was in the first half, that's when the penalties start rolling on. Yeah. You know, that that's when that started happening. So we again we were at third and sixth. We had a super senior. False start in a not very loud Baylor stadium, by the way, holds 44,000. There were maybe 32 and out of the 32, 12 were Longhorns. So why are we jumping off sides? They don't have Joseph Osai over there rushing the passer. And so, again, I know what you mean. And I say, take the safe one. But then we're, we're just finding different times to shoot ourselves in the foot.
1: Blows my mind that stadium. It did not look full at all. It wasn't even close. I mean, they're there. Oh, yeah. There's,
0: oh, yeah. No,
2: I, man, I'm from Waco, which is why I literally was laying in my bed and I was like, do I dislike losing to Baylor as much as I like dislike losing to Oklahoma? That was a conversation in my head. And I promise you, it may not be 100%, but it's close. Yeah, because as crazy as it gets, I, we lose Oklahoma. Roy Williams, we had him on here. He didn't even text me. Hope you had a good time. You know, not anything negative. I lose to Baylor because it's crazy that it is. They were picked to win. They're ranked. They have one loss. They have 48 seniors on that team. And I get at least 20 texts from Baylor folks or Waco Uh, folks. So annoying. I was, I went golfing the next day because I unfortunately stayed in Waco that night, hoping to celebrate a win. I'm on the tee box and some rando passes by a grown man sees me and throws the horns down. I don't get that in Dallas when we play, um, you know, Oklahoma. And so, Ooh, I hit that ball far. I was so annoyed. And, <laughs> and, and that's, so that's why What Baylor don't expect it. Even when there's honestly in a better position, than we are this year. We have a new coach. We have, you know, things you need to work out. They don't expect to beat us. And when they do, it is their, hey, Gary Patterson, he finally don't beat Texas. He's gone. Some of these schools around this state, it's their Super Bowl.
1: It did, and really, yeah.
2: Even I mean, when they're in a better position, it's their Super Bowl. So that's the crap I got to deal with. You
1: you can kind of compare it to, like, when the Jets beat a good team, right? They act like it's the end of the world, and every, the rest of the league just laughs at the team that just lost, and they're like, ha, look, the Bengals just went down to the Jets, the, the first-place Bengals. That's like their Super Bowl right there, right? And that's us every single week with all these smaller schools.
2: Oh, and you know what happened? I actually did not hear this, but uh, <laughs> and it was actually an Aggie who told me this. He was like, yeah, I heard the Baylor fans was yelling SEC, and I was like, sadly, that's exactly what they should do. However, I'm so mad
0: about it. I know. And so That's what we have to deal with. To quote some Star Wars or paraphrase, we've done this ourselves, Anakin. It's like <laughs> we've like totally done that. And Nick, I feel like you have this. I feel like Quan sentiment with Baylor is like you and your buddies from A&M. I feel like every time something happens with A&M, like positive in Texas is down. Like Nick gets like a flurry of texts. I like, Yeah. Like he and he gets a wicked pissed about it, too. I mean, you bring up a great point. I mean, like, Q, I don't know if you know, my dad's a Jets fan and I'm a Pats fan. Like every time the Jets would beat the Pats growing up, he would literally get in my face about it. Like, no matter how <laughs> old I was, because like that's their Super Bowl. Like, when, when like, it's, when like it's, it's Baylor Super Bowl, like Iowa State, like we're going there. Like, they're, they've, they've had a disappointing season too. They had playoff hopes. Like Campbell, like we, you hit the nail on the head to start the season, Quan, with, with Purdy. So that was great. Obviously, Hall was still a tremendous player and Campbell was a great coach. They're gonna come ready to play. They're six and a half point favorites. They've they've also blown games or they should have beaten West Virginia. They've looking back on it, they probably should have beaten that Iowa team if they are who we thought they were. And then they have, you know, another loss to Bay- Baylor's good. Okay. State's good, you know, but they beat them. You know, I think there's a, there's a situation where this is a battle of the disappointing seasons, but like we could still finish kind of strong here. And not be totally in you know no man's land, and still like be able to like walk out with our heads held high, because there are there there just have been so many positives. I hate to say it because I know like we 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 lament and we're bummed about the close losses, but college football is going to be close all the time. Mm-hmm. Like Ohio State, yeah. Penn State was still kind of tight, and that Ohio State team is way better than Penn State. That Michigan State, Michigan game was tight like Sia so yeah, harbaugh harbaugh went into east lansing and loses but like you know what though that's that kid might well, that kid might win the heisman like that's a good football team like five touchdowns
2: he's leading the way man which
1: yeah that was insane that, that, I, uh...
2: and that's again when, when you think about oh that was would have been an amazing catch that would have been amazing this these guys when it means the most they're
0: balling well all right well
1: so I mean, go, sorry, Nick, go, 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 go. So, so to that point that you're just bringing up right now, I actually had a conversation last week with someone who is a voter uh, for Heisman finalists. He gets, he gets to say, and I asked him, I was like, Todd, just talking about Bijan. I'm like, what do you think? Like, do you think he's got a shot? He's like, Yeah, hey, he's definitely got a shot. I'm like, well, what goes into it? I mean, do these losses really take into account if he's going to win the Heisman or not? And he goes, look, what I look at from my perspective and everyone else is different. How did that player play? during the bigger games of their season, right? Of course, you can trample, you know, the Kansases and the Kansas State's and you can run all over Texas Tech, but how do you play in the big game? Like, OU had a great game, right? How do you play at Oklahoma State? Had a pretty good game. Not so great of a game against Baylor, but you look at Walker from Michigan State playing in the biggest game of the season, locking up five touchdowns, that right there just says it all. I mean, he might be leading the way.
0: Game of the year. That's it. Look, it's your rival, it's big brother and you come out and you just nuts on the turf and you take home the win. I'm paraphrasing one of our buddies, a Braves fan said that Ian Anderson put his nuts in the bump. And I thought that was like one of the greatest <laughs> quotes I've ever heard in a phone call. So I just paraphrased it there again. Uh, but that's exactly, I mean, that's a great point. Like that's the biggest game. And he stepped up and I look, we get another shot with Bijan at least one more with him. So that's great. And these guys are going to get older and they're going to get used to Sark system and Sark is going to get used to being a head coach in these big times because look, you know, what? you're at Bama and you can run the offense all you want, but something goes wrong or something goes right. It's Nick Saban taking the brunt of it uh, most of the time. So mm-hmm. Sark's got to get back into the mentality of being a head coach and being open and transparent and likable by the alumni, like we've discussed many times. It's great. So it's just about him also getting acclimated and, and, you know, and continuing to get his sea legs. Uh, I think he's, the game plan has been tremendous to start the game, but it's the mentality. There's no other way to slice it in the second half. They were completely lacking.
1: Look, the guy hasn't coached and or been a head coach for some time, right? Yeah, It's an adjustment. He's got to get back, you know, back into form. He did have one COVID game last year. He did. He did with a national championship team, but. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you didn't hear Kirby smart this year?
2: Kirby said college football is 50% recruiting, 25% evaluation and 25% coaching. He said, if you recruit and you evaluate on that level and you get the best players, he said, he's the same guy he was when Alabama was whipping him and everybody else. And they kind of find a way. He's the same guy that we played in the sugar bowl. Same yeah. coach. True. He said, but he has the very different players
1: and that's a different conversation, but yeah. that's what he said. Yeah, he does this year. He's got the best players he's ever had.
0: Yeah. Well, he's got some. He's got some beasts on the defensive line. He got you some go. dogs. Yeah, literally a bunch of dogs. I mean, like that's. I'm excited to get, and we've discussed this again in other shows to get our defense. We said we discussed it with DJ about getting our guys in on the defensive side of the ball, and you know, not jumping out PK's throat, which has been nice. I think that's just completely unnecessary. You got to get like, let guys materialize. Uh, before we get into like a little bit of the Iowa State game, we do have to, you know delve into our new segment i guess this is like a one-time offer for the people listening uh and that's monkey business because one of our head coaches uh jeff banks the reports are as follows Twitterverse has come out and said that jeff banks and his uh new and his and his girl and I, I think it's his wife not not his wife i think it's his girlfriend this is wife. it might be his wife it's a uh, his female partner his woman his yeah female partner uh, don't know her real name, but she is uh, goes fam- by Pole Assassin. Famously goes by Pole Assassin. I can't. I didn't. I, my research stopped there because I didn't. I didn't need to know
1: anymore. I think, I think her real name is Danny Thomas. That's what okay. it says. Okay, thank. That's why. That's why you know we're teammates. I like. I think I like Pole Assassin. but Pole
0: Assassin's an elite name.
1: It's got to be a top three stripper name I've ever heard in my life.
0: Yeah, I better than the typical Crystal Candy and Forest. You know, like that's like always. The Pole Assassin's got some like okay. I I know what I'm getting it's, into. It's creative. I know. She about to absolutely dominate but that's neither here nor there uh there was an issue there was a mini harambe situation Mm -hmm. because the pole assassin has a pet monkey and apparently a trick-or-treater put his finger in the cage and the monkey bit it and now everything's blown up that the kid they had like jaws of life this kid's little finger out of this monkey that's like not that big and now jeff banks lovely media yeah kind of under fire but everyone's kind of like Like uncovering his full story of like now, you know, marrying a stripper, like as if that's completely as if you can't marry a stripper, as if, like, up she's a stripper, can't marry her. That's completely taboo. But now it's a situation where Jeff Banks is kind of in the Twitterverse. And I don't think people really know what to do with this information. They're just throwing facts out. I think a lot of people, because it
3: came out during Halloween, like a lot of people were like, this isn't real. What is (laughs) this? When when they first see it, but. Yeah. I mean if you've if you've ever been to a zoo, like you don't go into the the animals area. You just don't do that. Like Dude. you go visit Baton Rouge and you go into Mike the tiger's cage, you're going to get eaten. Like
0: what are you doing? Like you you got to be careful. What's so for? that's that's all I say. Practice <laughs> animal safety. You see that's a it. dog, you see a dog in the street, you go, "Hey, can I pet the dog?" And that's like a trained animal, you presume. This is a monkey. People just by and large don't have monkeys because their monkeys are kind of a wild animal and they're not house pets. That's neither here nor there. Pole assassin wants to have-
2: Emotional support.
0: Yeah, Yeah. like, (laughs) look, pole assassin needs a monkey in her back pocket. You got a monkey in her back pocket. That's, the chickens have come to roost. That thing's already purchased in the cage. That's already going to be at the house. The little kid, where are the parents? You know, that are, they're aloof. Like, they're like, they're wrestling. watching Pole Assassin. They're Watch, distracted. They could be watching the Pole Assassin. Maybe like, mm-hmm. hey, dinner at like Candy and a show. Is that is that what the situation is? <laughs> <laughs> but I I feel. I kind of never a dull moment in Austin, Texas. There's there's never a dull moment in Austin, Texas. And to add like insult to injury of our four and four woes. Now we have our special teams coordinator in the media for a Halloween snafu. I just,
1: I just don't, I really hope that this doesn't distract the team at the end of the day. And I'm not, I don't necessarily think it will, but then the the day these players do have social media as well. They also see it. Um, I'm sure he probably made a statement to the team um Hopefully he addressed his players, um, but we can't let it affect us next week.
3: We've, yeah, we've got our own monkey. We've got to get off our back. So
0: exactly, we've got, we've got I say, if I was a, if I was a member of the team, I say we attack this thing head on, and 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 try to make a comedic situation. I would just go get a stuffed monkey and leave it on his desk, and just make a comedic situation about it, and you know, like let him know, like, hey, look. It's okay.
2: It's funny as, as much as you say that I, I can't comment on it. However, yeah, it could be the distraction needed. You know, they're in the they're, they're kind of in, in, in a tough spot. Had had some some tough um, weeks, and maybe it's a distraction that's needed to to kind of okay. Let's get back to what we let. us get back to, to
1: work. It's a good point. And, and <laughs> I don't do I don't
3: see enough just across like professional and collegiate sports when a guy makes a major mistake like while he's playing. And he goes to the sideline and just, like, smiles, laughs it off. That's when I look at that player and I go, he's comfortable. And I know the next time he's presented with that opportunity, it's not going to happen. Like, yeah. last night right. at the Chiefs game, Travis Kelsey fumbled that ball in a crucial moment. And he looked so upset and so pissed. And I was like, oh, no. Don't throw him the ball because, like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, he's yeah. off right now. He's off. He's in and his And when head. he was
2: on his game, he would let it go. They're, they're pressing like nobody's business. Oh, they're yeah, four yeah. and 4 yeah. And so that's a great call right there, Toss. It's just, you know, Coach Kennedy, Coach Kennedy and Akina used to say sudden change, you know, mm-hmm. sudden change. Um, some good happened, some great happened for us, some bad happened for us. He would always yell to his guys running on the field if we fumbled or had a turnover. Sudden change, sudden change. Don't focus on what happened focus on how we're going to do our job to kind of get past it and and make a positive out of it. So that's a good call.
0: Maybe it is a distraction we need in some sense that it lets people know there's a little more to life in football. Not everything is so do, not everything is so do and die, you know? (laughs) And maybe honestly, like, I know you didn't mean to open up this can of worms, Quan, but there is a chance that, the kid was slipped like a 20 and asked to take one for the team. Like the good distraction we needed. And that kid, it was playing. I am key. not adding to any conspiracy theory what?
3: about what? this. What? I have, you know, there's a lot stories rules. out there. And I, no
0: I have they, no they lie in that
3: situation. No. Yeah. That,
0: that, kid, um, that, that kid has to go pro immediately because he took a cash bribe. <laughs> He's like that USC that USC
3: kid that got recruited, like, admitted when he Brown. was when he
0: was a f- yeah fifth grader. That was ridiculous. He went. He ended up going though. Max Brown like played it, which is kind of crazy. Like, I think Lane and he had to transfer because it was like obviously he was a seventh grader. There was no way. Um, Iowa State. I we I, I feel like we had to feel confident. We have to go in there and feel like we because we've it's not like we've been we haven't been blown out since Arkansas and that was a different team. We had to feel like we could go in and beat this team because this quarterback's not that good there are running back is just as good. And at that point we had, I think we had the best receiver. We may have one of, we may have one of the best receivers in the big 12. He, he's got to be top five. Oh, if, worthy,
2: if if you, ha- if you don't have what Caleb Williams is doing right now, worthy is a front runner, you know, freshman of the year, you know, he, he oh, yeah. really is having that level season. Um, but you know, and and the cool thing about him is he, he's doing it everywhere on the road and all the above. He had one rough one at TCU, but he's been balling out mm-hmm. and he's getting better every single week. However, he's also getting that attention, so they're going to start trying to take him away. So, just kind of maybe you know. what cool thing last week, I taking a positive out of that is we, I saw the tight ends get hit more. You know, we 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 made more. You know, I think Brewer caught two or three passes. Wiley caught three or four passes. That's to me, that's making an adjustment because, you know, where there's going to get more attention and, and clearly Bijan going to get more than enough. So uh, as crazy as it sounds and I've certainly been a homer, I'm seeing little things that I see that are progressing, that that are growing, that are changing a little bit. Is just um, the double digit leads that keep evaporating. That's you know tough to stomach. Yeah, start.
3: yeah but- I feel a little bit like I don't know if you guys seen that meme but it's like the guy looking at himself in the mirror and he's like time to get ready for work. And he's just like putting his clown makeup on. I feel like that's us at halftime where we're like, all right, let's go win this game. And we're just like putting clown makeup on. So until I see it, until we win that game, like we just have to execute whatever yeah. the, you know, he, he, he drops that ball. We're talking about like whether or not he should catch it. He shouldn't, if he catches that ball, we're not talking about this. If, if, Casey converts on third and third downs. We're not talking about this. If our defense steps up and makes plays, we're not talking about this. So I I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it's our, our personnel. You're talking about the rest of college football. They have players that can get it done. They do it every week. If they're an elite NFL prospect, you can't scheme for them. Worthy had one bad game. Robinson had one bad game. Like let's, let's jump over this hurdle. Let's just get past it. And you do that with getting a
0: win. Yeah. (sighs) I don't want to go back to being superstitious, but honestly, I'm going to start keeping tap when we're winning games. I'm going to start keeping tabs of everything that's going on around me and everything. I'm, doing. <laughs> I'm not going to change it. I, I my friend left at the first, after the first half, she like, gonna
2: have, is it he or she, she, she's going to have to stay.
0: She's going to have to say, <laughs> I told her I'm like next time you cannot move because um, you lost us the game. <laughs> she's like, what are you talking about? I was like, Never mind. I, we'll just we'll deal with this another time. Here's just, what we do. You know, how can't go to and fro when we're winning games. <laughs> Jock Peterson like
3: in, in the playoffs has put is a Atlanta Braves baseball player, has put pearls around his neck uh his neck. That's what he's playing with every single play. And now people in the Braves stands are wearing them. So I think we should just get those little monkeys that you know they're they're two hands, put they velcro to each other, put them all around our, our necks. All the fans of I have of a bunch these- I
0: have a couple in my
3: closet. There you I'm, go. Don't Josh I, I do
0: have to, to say this.
2: I, I do have to say this. The um, Rob Robapers who's in town tweeted this out. Uh, are we officially gonna incorporate the rally monkey to Longhorns? I'm just like, yeah.
0: Whatever man. it takes. Whatever we it should. Takes. We should own it. That's what I'm saying. We should. They own get some dubs. Thing. I'm. I'm. I'm ready for it all. We should own this thing for sure. You know, someone's gonna come to the game with the monkey. That's a given
1: that's a good for sure but it's probably all iowa state people
0: (laughs) (laughs) good we'll take her we'll take theirs we'll steal them then um but yeah i listen let's get this win let's get to five and four you know the
1: the thing that really resonated with me last week that that dj said on our show Mm -hmm. was going back to his senior season right when they won that last game against michigan and he said he was just so happy to catapult the next team to win the national championship, even though he wasn't on the national championship team, he felt like he got whatever he could do, you know, to, to make sure the next generation of Longhorns were able to succeed. And I think that's what this team this year's really just got to kind of let sink into their own hearts, right? The seniors, of course, but the guys who are going to be on the team next year as well, the guys who are sophomores, freshmen, juniors, all of those, the season, technically, you know, big 12 championship, kind of out of the picture, national championship, definitely out of the picture, but, Build it off, build off of what you can from this year, learn from your mistakes, get better and try to strive for improvement. So next season isn't so much of a train wreck.
2: Yeah. Well, and even more to one, if you're a senior and you have plans to go to the league, every time you go out, there's a job interview. Yep. Every single time you go out there's a job interview. And then if you're an underclassman, yes, momentum, Um, guess what you're to the point where Every time you go out, there's a job interview. Oh, yeah. Uh, We talked about basketball. We have some good friends who played before Beard got there, and they got some pretty decent playing time. But there's a lot of transfers coming in, and that's going to be tougher. It's going to be a Mm -hmm. little bit harder. kind of, And best believe recruiting, portal, all of that, if they feel like – I don't know what the coaches feel, but if they feel like there's some holes they need to fill and and they don't believe in, in the product they have, that's the name of the game. That's real life mm-hmm. production. It truly mm-hmm. is about production. So I hope all of them. And, and I hear the question: Who oh, is the citizen lost? Have they lost the team? Are they going to give up? If they give up, they they need to to go on because you know you still put on that uniform. You're still you know playing every day for your brothers. And and like you said, DJ said it best. They went out with a bang but he feels like that was the boost to going back, back to the Rose Bowl and winning the Natty. And, and really what it is, it's about work. They worked at a level. They worked at a championship level. They didn't reach it to his year for whatever reason, but he knew they had the formula to win and get better and do better, and they were going to build on it. And he knew they had the leadership. you know. And, and again, the same coaches the year before to that year, those little things that you continue to build on and bricks you put on, it's uh, it's what gets you to the next level. We, we're uh, As sad as it, mad as it makes me, because it doesn't. I want all kids in the end. I just want us to win more. I want everybody to win. But look at Baylor. They're in year two. Aranda's in year two. Yeah. You no, know, we, we don't want to talk about year two like this year is over because I want us to win every game from this point on. But it's a very different year. I think they won one game
0: last year. They stunk <laughs> last year. But they flip it around. They like to get used. Everyone gets used to each other, and you know this—the time of the show. I put the the car before the horse. You went out, which look after Iowa State. Honestly, West Virginia, Kansas State, and Kansas—you those should be locks. Those should be no question locks. You beat those three teams. It should be. (laughs) The the emphasis. Be. In my
2: head, anyone can win every game. Anyone can lose every game. It's just the way it is, man. And 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 that's not just a, you know, Texas thing. That's what we're seeing in college ball. I was talking about, you know, the college playoff, or the committee is talking about the rankings tonight. You know, and, and I was just thinking about even the top ten and fifteen. It's a lot of moving parts, and and. I don't know. I mean, even in, if you take away in my, well, Cincinnati, they're, they're kind of played their hard games. but are they are going to get bumped? Could they get bumped? Yeah. Oh, come on now. It's a selection. It, it's not, I feel like they won on the road at, you know, Notre Dame and that should have some clout to it. But it's a lot of scenarios we talked about. If Alabama, you know, loses another one, or if they beat Georgia in the championship and all the Aggies are like, we need. Um Alabama to lose again or or something like that, all this craziness of them thinking they have a chance to get to the playoff. I told them they're um they they, they're gonna start getting drug tested if they keep talking like that. But the um it's it's so it's but truth of the matter is you have Georgia, in my opinion. I think Cincinnati and I think they're actually better than people will give them credit for. And then after that, Oklahoma's undefeated, but we've seen them. (laughs) I mean, you know, they're good. We have one great team, and I think there's some good teams,
1: and then it's a crapshoot. Mm-hmm. They're gonna, they're I mean, gonna,
0: they like Bama and they like Ohio State. Probably you know,
1: know, they, they like could that. throw a little brother UTSA in there, they're undefeated. Wow, they are, man. Yeah, SMU, yeah, SMU uh, and
2: are they They're not gonna play each other? No, my SMU is under no, no lost, they lost, they lost they to Houston, lost
0: Houston, yeah. Wake Forest, undefeated, that's ACC. who it is.
2: And I'm gonna see Wake Forest this weekend. I'm going to see my man Mac, which. This I didn't think this game was gonna be what it is when I wow. when it opened up for our schedule, but I was like, oh, this is gonna be pretty cool.
1: If so you're Wake
3: forest this year, how pissed are you at Clemson? Just like oh I know. Because they're not even ranked right now. And it's like they, yes, they haven't played each other, but what they're they're undefeated, like you just said, Josh, and where are they in the rankings? In the teens still? No, they're number they're number 10. They're, number they're 10, 10.
2: They're
3: 10? 10? Dude, that's, first that's top, top 10 man. in the history
0: of their program, I believe, for yeah. football. Yeah. I mean, the honestly, the ACC is belogna. It's so not good. It's just absolute <laughs> hot trash. Dude, I mean, honestly,
2: you know what's funny because you hear all the SEC stuff, and we haven't really talked about kind of the conference shakeups and mix up. Mm. Dude, the top conference this year maybe the Big Ten. You have yeah, Michigan what? State undefeated. You have Ohio State. You have Michigan just finally lost. You have Wisconsin during their thing, Iowa, you know, but they had a little run. But if you look, cause most of the conferences have about two to three decent teams, even the SEC. Because you have clearly Georgia, Bama. After that, you know, like, Ole Miss, eh. Ole Miss maybe AM. I mean, really, they're just yeah, but Three the Big Ten has some games. dogs over there. They got some good teams <coughs> they're just, Penn State They're really too. only
0: beating each other. But that's like the point I was going after earlier was like, if we win out, we're eight and four. We're we still we're Texas, we're gonna get a primetime bowl game at eight and four. We could see a team like Penn State. And if you go and beat Penn State, who's a good football team in another conference, that to Nick, indeed to Nick, to Nick's point that he's reiterating from DJ, it ignites the team the following year. You went out, you beat a Penn State team that's good in another conference. You go, oh wait, I could play ball in another good conference. So not just you know catty corner to the Big Twelve, I can go hang. All right,
2: I, I got to say something here. So we've been doing that most of the year. There was a time where we were talking about Big Twelve and all of that. I think right now, though, we need to worry about finishing the fourth quarter. (laughs) I hear what you mean. I hear what you're saying. Just laying it out, (laughs) and we have, and we've been laying it out a lot. Because, and I'm not that superstitious, but we've been doing this. We've been like, Mm. oh no, we still got this. We we, we, Bijan's going to be in the top three. That's uh, unfortunately a lot of things we've been saying have not panned out. So yep. I'm getting really hesitant to talk about scenarios right now. The, like the one thing the I deal. want to talk Apparently about is finishing watching. a game. <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: yeah. what I that's what I'm feeling earlier in the show. You guys are like, we have some of the best players in college football. We're four and four, do we? That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> I look, no, I, here, here's I'm dealer dealing we this. Thing. We
2: actually do. They ain't they ain't showing it. <laughs> that's had to- Bijan hadn't showed it. No, he that. has. He has, but
3: you do have to be, like we were talking about, to be a Heisman winner. You can't miss a game, right? Like uh, unfortunately, that's what this Michigan State guy hasn't done this.
1: this he missed game. one He's game. Been there he missed long. one.
3: But in the big game, like you're talking about, he had five touchdowns. So it's it's pretty crazy. I I think that Bijan, I was talking to Josh about this on Sunday. I don't I think Bijan is so much more talented than that kid. Like I don't I don't even I watch that kid run and I'm not even super impressed like he the maybe it's the way he runs I don't even think he looks that weird
2: athletic. Well, it kind of reminds you of I think you know Emma Smith is the all-time you know I think a yards guy yeah yeah but, but we Barry Sanders is just a different beast and right. so if, if they have four NFL linemen over there, it's just a different, you know, and he just does he runs like job. Sean Green. Sean Green. Remember that? Yeah. Guy from, you know, look, yeah. so it's, it's just a different kind of styles and things like that in scenarios. And they're, they're just a little more developed. Their coach has been there for what now? Three years. Tucker, Tucker's Tucker was struggle bus in the first couple. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and so that time is, is, is what he's needed and he's taking full advantage of it.
3: No, I'm being facetious about our personnel. I know we have really talented guys. I just, again, we have to execute, like we have to get it done and we're going to get the criticism. Unlike Baylor who only won one game last year, no one's got a microscope on them. And yeah. even if our guys, we win this next game or we win out, whatever, whatever the scenario is, no matter what the result is, we still have so many eyeballs on us, so many criticisms. So they need to They need to pick themselves up, but they need to block out the noise and they need to focus and use that frustration. Like Quan did on the golf course, he sees the (laughs) horns down and he just hits the ball farther. Like seriously, that's all we have to do. Forget about what everyone else is doing. Do your job, get the reps in the fourth quarter. We don't want to get the reps of us losing the fourth quarter again and again and again, because repetition sticks. So, so get those reps so that when we carry over to the next season, we know what to do when we get put in that position in the second half and we start to not look as good.
2: I mean, and when you overcome, when you, even when you have the mental block that we seem to have in the, the second half and the, especially the fourth quarter, when you get over it and you win and you finish, it changes the game. And, and so, I, it is it, as good as we've looked in the first half, I think it's just going to be a matter of having that fourth quarter. And I'm going to tell you the most mind-boggling thing: the last three games in the third quarter, we've scored every drive we've come out. Their first drive. So it truly is kind of a weird late third, fourth quarter deal. So if we find a way to score and, 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 and I guess they did an Oklahoma game, but if we find a way to be that consistent and execute without that doubt in our head, I truly think that they're going to get over this roadblock. And so that's, that's what I'm hoping for on the road, hostile environment, night game, which is interesting. Uh, Hadn't had one of those in a while.
0: Yeah, that's Um, also another thing is we've been playing early as hell a lot. So, I think that nice change of pace, you know, less of a spotlight on you than usual. I think it's going to be a good one for our boys to hopefully bounce back.
2: That's what I'm hoping. The last night game on the road, let's let's hope now they're ready to not let that happen. I was in Fayetteville. (laughs) So, it's so much, man. It's going to be, at the end of the day, this is the process you, uh, I told somebody you don't have a new coach if you have it all figured out yeah. um, unless unless he retires but uh, and and that's where we are and we just hope that we continue to find some because I, I will say I did find some things that I thought were better than even the last week and, and and then there's some things clearly that that weren't as good but I thought some things were better and I hope that continues to happen
0: Yeah. And we'll, we'll end there. Everyone yeah.
1: a week from uh, today, we've got Texas basketball coming back for real.
0: Yes. Texas basketball back is for realsies. We were dominant in the exhibition. Uh, we'll be getting on Texas basketball for sure. Um, Cause we put our money down for Texas basketball, bet with the good odds at plus 1400. <laughs> so if Texas basketball wins March madness. Your boys, $1,400 richer. Um, and we'll let you, the fans, decide where that next bet goes at betonline.ag. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, get excited for Texas basketball. Big things coming out of those guys. Uh, love the sentiment here, despite losing last week going into Iowa State. And um, everyone, get your horns up because the Talking Texas Pod. I'm Joshua Fisher, along with Alexander Topolis, Nicholas Naxkrider, and the Quan Cosby. Hook them, baby. <laughs>